Welcome back. Health is power. You know it is. Um, so we've been talking about how do you know or how do I know if my teen is okay? I, I talked in the last piece about, you know, educating yourself on what is what are the physiological responses? What does our body feel like when we're under stress? And I think that that's a very key learning for having better mental health and being able to pay attention to our children's mental health. Educate yourself. What are the signs? What are the signs of stress in the body? What are the signs of stress specifically for you? Do you know when you're feeling anxious? Do you know when the people that are closest to you are feeling anxious? Do you have a sense of what the signs of depression look like? And can you identify those days or longer periods um, of being down in the people who are living under your roof and the people that you love? Mental health is a, an epidemic in our country. It's an epidemic for young people. I strongly believe that we're not given the tools to recognize this important piece of our life, our mental health. And I think that we're not taught about how to do a great job of self-care in this area. So I encourage you to read some articles about it. Check your teen's phones. For many people, I, th I know they struggle with that. It, it feels like an invasion of privacy. Well, we didn't have that privacy when we were growing up. I'm, I'm air quoting private lives of our young people. Somehow it feels like we're breaking their trust. But I, in, in our family, we have set it up in a way that my son understands this is a important part of family life in 2021. And it's vital to his healthy development and my job as a parent to know what his digital life is like. The reason I'm talking about this about, with mental health is that digital media and, and social media spaces can be incredibly toxic. The people that you follow, the people that your children are following, the things that are being said, we, you, know, you guys know this. I mean, we're, we're, all, we're all living in the modern world, but it is a massive influence on their brains, not only their ability to control the kind of dopamine pleasure behavior, which is very hard for a teenager, but their self-worth is being shaped by the images that they're seeing, the conversations that are happening, what their friends are saying, what they're a part of, what they're excluded from. And I think we as parents can really help by understanding what their normal is. What is their normal? What, where are they going? What are the conversations that they're a part of? And how are they talking about it with their friends? And how does that make you feel? And how does that align with what your values are, the values of what you think are healthy for, for your young person? I think opening up the conversation and talking to them about how they feel, how do they feel when they're out for a run versus how do they feel when they're sitting on the couch for seven hours scrolling? How do they feel when they're on a certain social app versus how do they feel when they're on their computer learning for school and starting for them to help them develop a little bit of awareness around that. I think you may hit some resistance, but please like tread gently, but persist. And it should be above board. 
I think you should tell them that you're going to be periodically checking their phone and open up some conversations at the dinner table. It can be a story about somebody that you know who's struggling with some mental depression, anxiety, or, or other, and using that as an opener to really begin some dialogue. Very important, hard stuff, part of human life and part of loving somebody. So I know you'll do a great job. I will continue this series. There's more to talk about. Of course, there's so much more to talk about. I'm very interested to know what you want to hear. And thank you for coming as always. Grateful and see you on the flip side.